Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife on 99.1 FM Talk. I'm this week's host, Ashley Sanchez, and it's summertime. There's so much to get out and see. We want to talk about hiking today and all the wildlife viewing opportunities. So here with me today is Nathan Daniel, Executive Director of Truckee Meadows Parks Foundation. And then we have two avid hikers right here in our Endow office, Jenna Larkin and Julie Watson. And then we have Abby. She's calling in from Endow's Vegas office. But let's start with Nathan because we saw your event that you recently posted on Facebook. And it's 20 hikes in 20 minutes. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, yeah, well, you know, first of all, let me just tell you quickly what we do at uh, Truckee Meadows Parks Foundation. So you get kind of a context for why yeah. I'm doing this, uh, yes. this mm-hmm. thing at REI. Uh, basically, what the organization is is we're a nonprofit. And we support the parks, so our, our whole goal is to get people out into the parks, experiencing, you know, what it's like to be around wildlife and, and out in nature. So we have a lot of parks in northern Nevada, a lot of trails, a lot of open space, and we really just want to get people out there so they can, um, you know, connect with nature a little bit. And so uh, that's why this twenty hikes within twenty minutes of Reno is, um, you know, it's it, it's good because. There are so many parks and trails that people have no idea exist, uh, and they're right in our backyard. So what we're just trying to do is expose people to those opportunities to get outside. You don't have to travel an hour and a half to go way up into the Sierra Nevada to see wildlife. You don't have to do that. It's right here. Um, and so that's what, we're, that's what we're doing. That's a message we like to help get across, mm-hmm. too, is you really just have to walk outside, and you could yeah. find a place to mm-hmm. hike and um, view wildlife. So. Absolutely. Uh, t- to my mind, though, before you go out and you do the hiking, the most important thing is to be prepared because when you go out and you're in open space and, and you're, say, unprepared, you have a lot less uh, <laughs> positive experience. Yes, that is. Uh, so, you know, being prepared is an important thing. I, I just want to just say, like, the first thing you should do is make sure you bring water. I mean, we live in the desert mm-hmm. here, and water is all important. So I see we lead hikes all, hikes all the time, and all the time people don't have water. Mm-hmm. And when they're done, <laughs> they're, they're not in a great mood. They don't Be- feel good. No, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you're, you're having problems at that point. So I just can't, you know, I would never tell people enough times, like, just you got to bring tons of water, mm-hmm. like more than you ever think you'll drink. And by the time you're done, especially in these months, It'll be gone. Is uh, so. there like a minimum ounce per mile that you recommend in the summer? Uh, no, not really. I, I, I mean, so there's I, no formula. I, there, prob- <laughs> there probably is. I don't know what it yeah. is. But I mean, really, I mean, if you're going to walk a mile in the summer in the mm-hmm. sun, you know, you could easily a mile, I would say a good rule of thumb would be like 32 ounces, which I know sounds like a lot, but if you're out there, mm-hmm. you are sweating and you need to rehydrate. Yes. That's uh so I take back what I said. I said, all you need to do is walk outside. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all you need to do is get outside and you could see some wildlife. But yes, if you're going hiking, definitely prepare. And is that part of your talk? Um, oh yeah, for you sure. You guys give a lot of tips and stuff. Mm-hmm, about all the things you should have, like essentials and non-essentials. Like it's great to have some, you know, a field ID guides, you know, mm-hmm. like John Muir Law's book. That book is awesome. It's got all kinds mm-hmm. of wildlife from 
plants, animals. It's yes. everything's in that book. And not to say, I have no connection with John Muir Laws, by the way. But <laughs> he's I just totally love his slipping book. you some money to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, don't tell. Don't do, have, do you have any uh, like apps or anything that you recommend? Like I know I really like iNaturalist. I, that would yeah. be the one I'd say iNaturalist. Yeah. We're actually developing one. It's connected to iNaturalist, and it would be for the Truckee Meadows, and that includes just Northern Nevada, uh-huh. basically, um, so and all the parks here. Would it be a project under iNaturalist, or is it, this like a total like offshoot app that would be unique to you guys? It's unique to us, but it uses iNaturalist. So we have cool. plugins, and we're working with iNaturalist to make it work. Right now, mm-hmm. we're almost ready to launch it, but we're just having issues getting iNaturalist to talk with our system, and uh-huh. that's beyond me how that works, <laughs> but we're, we're getting it. It's, it's a series of tubes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I'm I'm excited for that. Yeah, it should be good. Well, when we launch it, we'll let you know. Cool. Yeah, send it our way. We'll we'll post about it. So, what about mapping apps? Or do you suggest like the old school paper route? Well, Sorry, I'm biased. I make maps. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, to, to my mind, it's you should have a paper map. It's great to go out with your GPS on your phone and turn it on and track your mileage. But um, <laughs> what happens? <laughs> All too frequently is, you know, that, that's really sucking juice out of your phone when you have those mm-hmm. apps running, and they die. And if you're someplace like, for instance, um, Galena Creek Park, you could be up there. You think you're on a loop trail, but you're not, and that happens all the time. People are out. They think, oh, this has to loop back <laughs> to the visitor center. But before you know it, now <laughs> you're seven. five miles. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, now you're out in the middle of nowhere. And, and if you had that paper map it, and you can read it, uh, it should get you back. So I would always suggest having a paper map or – just knowing where you are. If you've been out there before, you know, you don't need the mm-hmm. map. But if it's your first time, you should have a paper map. And um, since we are statewide, in a second we'll highlight some of the hikes you'll be talking about. But do you recommend, I know you're going to be focusing more on the Reno area, but are there any apps or even websites you'd recommend people to go to? Um, say they're going somewhere, anywhere in the state, whether it's southern, eastern, western. I really like all trails. For yeah. anywhere, it, it knows that your we location. The other day mm-hmm. when we were planning out, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm brand new here. I'll go on all trails and be like, I want to hike somewhere near this, and I've like I've done it before. I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna do that one, and then I'll go do the hike. <laughs> and it has a map yep. too. It does, and I was I was actually on all trails this morning. So yeah, yeah. it's it's a good yeah. app. It works well. Yeah, and you get a lot of feedback from other people that have hiked. And mm-hmm. um, if, for instance, I was just looking at, at Ballardini, which is one of the parks we may talk about. It's great. It's new. New trail uh, in southern Reno. Mm-hmm. Well, it just connected to uh, Hunter. No, wait, hold on. I'm going to screw this up. Uh, <laughs> what is it? It's uh, Thomas Creek down, oh, at, down cool. at Galena Creek. So there's yeah. a new trail that connects through. Uh, that's exciting. Now you can do that. You can have some connectivity. You mm-hmm. can get from like eh, kind of south Reno all the way down to Galena Creek, which is going up to Montrose Highway. So that's that's fantastic. I couldn't remember what the trail was, if it was Hunter Creek or White Creek or what it was. <laughs> and I found it on all trails. So, you know, all that's trails. awesome. Yeah. Abby, what do you have going on down there in the southern region? I was going to add more of a website, not necessarily just an app. And we use Bird and Hike a lot down oh, here, yeah. especially for newbies, because mm-hmm. it gives details about the wildlife, about what kind of elevations and everything they're going to get into, because we go from below sea level all the way above to our mountain ranges. So like kind of like your guys' area, too. And um, Bird and Hike helps us a lot, too, with finding little... Um, hidden holes that are fun outside Vegas. I do like that website too, Abby. There's also lots of really good pictures usually on there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
and um, our hot springs too. Um, a lot of those, unfortunately, are closed for the summer until after Labor Day, when it cools down in September. But that would be a great one to start up um, for our breaks. You know, for family fun in the fall, we get a lot of breaks now, and um, we have great hot springs down here to hike to um, outside Lake Mead. And um, we do just um, we have a bunch of uh, our wetlands park has hikes around that has great viewing and Henderson Bird Preserves right near there so you can see all kinds of birds um, right there and it's 10 minutes from Vegas and it's within Henderson so it's kind of a nice fun remote little area um, U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service helps us with that. I would love to get down there I keep seeing pictures um, the wet, so I've, I've yeah, been the to the wetland, wetland park. park. It's yeah. really pretty. I can't believe there's a wetland in southern Nevada. <laughs> it's, it, I mean, Abby can speak to it more, too. It's, it's kind warm. of like an oasis. <laughs> We've all contributed to it. Um, yeah, I just, for us down here, I mean, today's one of our hottest days. We're looking at 100 oh. so far. We'll be up to 110 by the end of the day. Ooh. But uh, this weekend, we're actually looking at really good weather, and um, we should off and on have good weather as the winds keep coming up and we have a lot of neighborhood hikes in the city of Las Vegas even has created little hikes and we keep hearing about all the amazing birds in our area and I know if I look up I've been able to see a bunch of raptors flying around too our little hawks and eagles oh cool and Julie this is actually or both of you really Julie and Jenna speaking of birds um, you guys went to Marlette, was it last weekend? Yeah, or well, it wasn't last weekend, it was the weekend before. Okay, mm-hmm. and did you guys see the osprey? We, we saw, we did not see the osprey, and we did not <laughs> see the bald the, eagle. Yeah. And we did not see it when we were there on Tuesday either. So we we have been skunked <laughs> both times. <laughs> That's what's so great about getting out and hiking, though, is you, you do have this great opportunity to see wildlife. Because mm-hmm. it's almost two separate things. Like, if you want to see wildlife, you... Um, like, I think you were the one telling me that. Yeah, like... I was kind of, she was posting something about good wildlife viewing areas. And it's some of the best wildlife viewing areas are not the best hiking trails. And I mean, not that you can't see wildlife when you're hiking, but like, I like to bird and I'm not going to go on a 10 mile birding hike, <laughs> but I might go on a 10 mile just hike hike. A good example of that would be like Oxbow Nature mm-hmm. Study Area, which, uh, you know, Trisha Dutcher yeah, and, and, yeah. and now operates. It's a city of Reno Park, but it's right in the heart of downtown Reno, and it's a hidden gem. People don't know it's there, no. and, and there's so there's so much wildlife in that park. It, I mean, It's insane. Yeah. I saw a beaver, a red-shouldered hawk, and a red-tailed hawk my first day there, mm-hmm. and it was winter. Like I was like, oh my gosh! It was just so much wildlife. Trail, and then you have Mm -hmm. the river there, and there's Mm -hmm. always footprints too of the Mm -hmm. different animals. Yeah, I mean, there's so much activity there. It's it's pretty amazing. It is. It's really just an amazing site uh, Mm -hmm. to go check out. And then another one like that, um, where like you're saying, there's not a lot of hiking trail there. There's 1.2 miles of Oxbow, Mm -hmm. so you're limited. But the wildlife viewing is spectacular. Yeah, the opportunities uh, are huge there. And a couple other places that are just like that because they're so they're in that riparian area, like mm-hmm. down by the river, uh, Lockwood Nature Study Area, or, or actually no, it's Lockwood Trailhead. That's in the Truckee uh, River Canyon, so just east of Sparks, uh, at the Lockwood exit. There is uh, it used to be an old um, 
No, it doesn't matter what it was. Right now, <laughs> it used to be, it used to be a, a trailer park. But now what it is is, uh, is, a, is a bunch of hiking trails, and there's all kinds of wildlife down there. Too. You yeah. see Osprey the last time we were up there. We oh, saw Osprey. Cool. saw Weasel. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's cool. Uh, it's, and the same thing upstream, too. If you go the other direction, you can get to Crystal Peak Park. Yeah. Just in Verdi. There's Osprey everywhere uh, there. It's crawling with them. It's yeah. great. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Mergansers, all kinds of ducks. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just fantastic. I found a muskrat skull there. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, there's so much to see. So I think that's where that planning goes into it. Do you want an extreme hike where you mm-hmm. could spot some wildlife or do you want it just to be this view- wildlife viewing opportunity? Mm-hmm. But I feel like we have so much more to get into, but it is time for our first break. So we will be right back after this short break. You're listening to Nevada Wild. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. We were just talking about all of the hiking and wildlife viewing to do this summer. Abby, let's start with you and some of the walks you guys are having down in southern Nevada. Through Lake Henderson and Boulder City, we have a lot of um, BLM lands that have created natural hikes. And some of them are actually in conjunction with our water development projects, our guzzlers. And in the summer, we created them for water um, to hold for the wildlife throughout the summer. And we like people to go out and actually check on them and let us know how full they are. So my family has actually adopted a guzzler, and we do an early morning hike and usually get to see lizards along the way and a big harm sheep coming down for water or a few birds. Nice. I would love to get out there and see some of the mm-hmm. bighorn sheep. I, w- yeah. I haven't seen a guzzler yet. I don't know what they look like. I mean, besides I know, pictures, I obviously, agree. but I, want to see a guzzler like, I don't too, know what they look it. like out in the desert yet. And those sound like very family fun, family friendly activities. Yeah, and then one like that's not too expensive and you can literally drive up to it, especially in the afternoon when it's nice and hot, <laughs> is... Um, Hemingway Park in Boulder City, and that's where the bighorn sheep actually come to rest in the afternoon and eat the little clover in the grass, and the bighorn sheep actually um, take shade, um, hide out in the shade, and um, so that's where we really have tried to go out the last, uh, actually, four years and let people know that the sheep like to hang out here, but they still like their safe distance. And they're usually, um, for sure, people can see them from Memorial Day to Labor Day in the afternoon. I was going to say, what are the ideal dates to see those sheep? Because remember we were there and everyone was saying we couldn't see the sheep? Yeah, because it was March. (laughs) It's too early. Yeah, March, they're still in the mountains. They have their young still with them, so they don't like to venture too far from their um, breeding grounds. Okay, but like right now you could go out and probably see them. Oh, yeah, and usually... um, like most of the one herd is out there. There's about 40 to 50 that go out and uh, hang out in the park. Cool. Yeah, another one of our staff, Perry, our vet tech, she mentioned that that location, she said that was definitely the best way to see to see the bighorn sheep. It just be, It's pretty easy. Yeah, and it <laughs> sounds like they're just up. hanging out, yeah. too. <laughs> so that sounds fun. 
Um, speaking of family fun, Nathan, you had some things you wanted to share. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that Truckee Meadows Parks Foundation does is, you know, our whole goal here is to connect people with nature, get people out experiencing the parks. So we do uh, a series of walks called Discover Your Parks, and they start in April. There's 26 of them. They're every Thursday at 6 o'clock p.m., and uh, we just go explore a different park and a different trail uh, all throughout our, our region here in northern Nevada. So, And they're free and open to the public, and they're only a mile to two miles long, and they take an hour. So from 6 to 7 p.m., you get a chance to get outside, and the whole thing is we, we do natural history interpretation. So we're teaching you about the plants, the animals, uh, the ecological interactions between them, how they interact with the geology and everything else. That, well, you know, but it's like actually seeing it, touching it. The kids can flip over rocks uh, when we're out there. So, you know, you never know what you're going to find when you're out on the trail. So, um, And those, like I said, they're free. You just have to go to our website, which is tmparksfoundation.org. And uh, the whole schedule is there under the Discover Your Park walks. And, oh, and cool. Yeah, it is cool. I think. You created the program. I mean, so yeah. I think it's pretty to cool. To us, it sounds cool. So. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, ex- I'm excited to get in on some of those hikes. Um, so you have your 20 hikes within 20 minutes of Reno. If you could pick one and recommend it to people, which one would you pick? Sure. I mean, everything's nuanced, right? I guess if yeah. you're talking about this time of year. I mean, this is your personal choice. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, this is kind of a weird one, I think, for most people. But I really like Sun Valley Regional Park. Uh, because, And I wouldn't go out there right now in the middle of the day. It's too mm-hmm. hot already. But for most of the year, it's beautiful out there in the winter when it's snowy. It's just, it's, it's great. It's, uh, it's in the, you know, sage, it's in the juniper um uh, pinion yeah. region kind of eco zone and uh it's just it's a it's a fantastic place mm-hmm. the wildlife is abundant you'll see all kinds of you know rabbits up there shrikes there's lots oh, of shrikes cool. yeah oh, which cool. is pretty fun yeah. um and then you know all the hawks and coyotes and everything else you'd expect to see out there uh but great views of town and the thing is again it's it's a park that people don't use so mm-hmm. sun valley regional park it's it's there but uh it's underutilized so you can kind of get some solitude and be mm-hmm. out and it's really not that far from town so um, the only thing is this time of year gets pretty hot in the middle of the day out there so yeah. you can go watch it so definitely like an early morning mm-hmm. afternoon Ladies. type thing sure. let's yeah. add that to our list it's on yeah. the list <laughs> <Please. Sure. laughs> sun valley yeah. and julie back at you uh you two are hiker ladies like i feel like you guys are always out <laughs> hiking um what place would you pick? Well, we're still so new, so I feel like I I feel like the places that I've done a lot of hiking are like very popular places. Like I, we've been to Hunter Creek, we went up to Marlette Lake. Like those are both yeah. really popular places. I've done and Galena Creek, Creek, Thomas, done Creek, Creek, Thomas Creek, Creek yeah. Browns Creek. Um, there's nothing wrong with being a popular no. place. No, well, <laughs> I also live right by the Keystone Canyon Trailhead, so I'm out there. Mm-hmm. a lot and then i live That's right great. by rancho so like i go up evans canyon all the time too so those are like very <laughs> easy places to go yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and what you're saying too like all those ones are on galena creek people mm-hmm. know those uh there's davis creek which is mm-hmm. a park that's south so it's in washoe valley and it's similar to galena but it's a little lower in elevation so you're transitioning from the high desert through the transition zone uh-huh. into that mixed conifer forest of the you know sierra nevada 
And that makes it a really fascinating place to view wildlife because you get that mixture of the things you expect to see in the high desert mixed with those that you see in, in, mm-hmm. in the conifer forest. So the, the bird life is, is fantastic up there. And, you know, the, the, there's a lot of trails. In fact, there's the Ofer Creek Trail, which is seven miles straight up the mountain, and it goes to uh, Tahoe Meadows. Oh, so cool. it's one way, right? So <laughs> it's 14 so miles it's, around. It's hard, e- it's hard up, but easy down. Well, yeah. you could you could <laughs> do two cars, you know, park one up at Tahoe Meadows and then walk uh-huh. down to, that's to so, that's not Davis fine. Creek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that, that's, a challenge. that's a challenging hike. Yeah. I, would say, I would call that, you know difficult yeah <laughs> so bring yeah. your water oh I yeah guess. and a <laughs> snack and maybe a water filter <laughs> you <said> <laughs> carry <laughs> enough water yeah so abby down in southern region what is your favorite hike i really like to get up to mount charleston um lee canyon or kyle canyon there's just some we have a little bit of water running up on mary jane falls and um there's also the oh i can't think of Mary Jane Falls is probably my favorite. There are a few others up at Mount Charleston that are fun, like Deer Springs and stuff like that. That has the stream going through. And if you time it just right in the afternoon, you can catch a few does and their fawns walking around. Um, Red Rock always has great options, too. That one's my favorite in the spring right now. It's starting to get a little dry. But uh, they're right outside Red Rock on the Spring Mountain Range. So those are always great ones. I feel like there's so much hiking across the entire state, and I feel bad that we don't have someone representing Eastern Nevada in here right now, because I see all of the pictures. I post to our social media, so I see all of the Mm -hmm. pictures, and it is so beautiful. Have any of you hiked in Eastern Nevada? No, but I keep seeing pictures of Lamoille Canyon, and I gotta get out there. That's a highlight. And the rubies. Yeah, that one's beautiful. That one's really steep. Um, and I was going to say, actually, we were just talking about last night when I was telling my family about this talk, and we go up behind Cave Lake, um. and um, there are tons of hikes up there, and we did one, we went a little off trail and um, walked along game trails and did a whole bowl, and we did about 3,000 feet elevations with the kids, and they hung in the whole time and got down before dark, and they said it was one of the best times they've ever had, just finding that you know, rural trail and just mm-hmm. being prepared with water and snacks throughout the day. That is Love cool. I'm going to be up at, I'm going to be out near Cave Lake in a couple weeks. So I'm going to have to contact you, get some recommendations. Yeah. <laughs> and then Nathan, I totally cut you off. So what were you going to say? Uh, well, I was just going to add in something that Abby was talking about. You know, we're, we're talking about looking at all this wildlife. Um, at, like for instance, if you're at Davis Creek, you're like, you're, you're, it's quite possible that you'll see a bear. Um, because of the campgrounds there and so they they mm-hmm. come in and they you know they eat food that people inappropriately leave laying around <laughs> yes, but it's just do not do that yeah <laughs> that's bad uh but you know i mean the, the point of that is I mean, you can see them you can see bears and and other things around here but you just you know you, mm-hmm. you guys are the experts here but the whole I point is that we got to be respectful of the wildlife it goes oh yeah back to preparing mm-hmm. and speaking on bears uh right now is that time of year we're always trying to push our bear messaging out so be sure to head to endow.org and then we have a bear logic page and there's a ton of advice if you're going to be outdoors or even in neighborhoods just to you know bring down the number of human bear encounters mm-hmm. so we we like that bears are here and we want to see them out in the wild but yeah yeah safe dif- very safe distance <laughs> it, it's the same thing with the wild horses so you can go to hidden valley regional park which is on the east side of reno again the folks that live up there use it but uh, a lot of people don't know it's there 
there's five miles of trails out there and you're almost guaranteed to see wild horses mm-hmm. and they'll come up to you but you know they're wild mm-hmm. so you know you just gotta pay the respect that is due to them and uh, don't try to pet them. Yeah, <laughs> not, wild animals. That is are a big pets. animal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it goes back to researching before you go out. Mm-hmm. So any other? Uh, I'd like to plug maybe um, we um, also with the Henderson. I I guess I'm cheating. We live in Henderson, and they have such great like off-road trails. And they actually have a few geocaches along the way that are quite fun and make it fun for the kids to try and find when we're out and about, too. Oh, cool. So um, when you geocache, are you using the geocache app or do you have an actual GPS that you're plugging in the... I am just doing the the app on the phone. That's what I use, too, because I can't afford a GPS to go (laughs) look for treasure. (laughs) (laughs) It's easier for the kids. They know the phone and they know their little apps and we're not too far from town just like the 20 hikes in 20 minutes are all close to town so most of those will have good cell reception anyways that's fun i guess my last thing or go ahead no i was just gonna say i was just so i just recently took a drive from reno to vegas (laughs) well technically mesquite um and took the opportunity to see some of the state and also we got to stop along the way so we went through like the great town of Tonopah, which was oh, super exciting. I know you're so much about Tonopah. We also went to <laughs> the Clown Cathedral Museum. Gorge, which was really, really pretty, um, and kind of in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to remember the name of the other place that we went that was just outside of Mesquite, and I can't think of it. Gold Butte. Um, yeah. Sorry, yep, just came to me. But Gold Butte was super, super cool. It was really really quiet and I mean again there's it's right outside of Mesquite which there's really nothing in Mesquite (laughs) um but golf courses (laughs) yeah it was really quite beautiful and I so I have come from the east coast like mostly southeast and midwest so this environment's like totally foreign to me but I just love looking at this dry desert (laughs) (laughs) it is really cool with all the mountains and the it's like another planet it is yeah and Mm -hmm. it's amazing how Mm -hmm. remote we feel it is. And Nathan, what did you want to get in there before we end up? Oh, I just want to, I guess, it's like sort of like bookending where we started, just to, about being prepared and what we kind of talked about. And uh, one of the last things I'd say is if you can text somebody uh, at the minimum where you're going, especially if you've never been on that trail before, it's a really good idea. Uh, just in case something happens, um, people will know where you're at. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they don't know, it makes it really difficult to find you. Uh, and it can make a di- big difference. And that's actually a really good point because even with the 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 hikes that are really near Reno, someone got helicoptered off Hunter Creek. Uh, like happens, I don't think uh, of that like that far away. And, happens like, all the time. Someone Creek. got helicoptered <laughs> off. Yep. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, thanks a lot. And the, again, if you want to learn more about Discover Your Parks, it's at tmparksfoundation.org. Well, thank you all for being here. We are running out of time, but we had some great suggestions. So get out there, everyone. again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.